Hello, this is Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Joshua P. Warren Daily. Uh, I had a really interesting evening last night. I got to meet with my good friend Richard Liebeck. I have not seen him in a while, and uh, you've probably heard that name before. That's because that Richard took one of the most interesting ghost photos in history. Um, you know, it's one thing to get orbs and mists and, and that kind of thing, and those can sometimes be quite intriguing, but I just love to see a good, honest picture of a full-bodied apparition. And uh, about 10 years ago, Richard and his brother Randy were at the Gettysburg battlefield, and uh, they were picking up some strange electromagnetic field readings with a tri-field natural EM meter, and uh, they they were the only ones around there, just the two of them, in an area called the Triangle Field, uh, where a particularly intense part of the battle occurred. And uh, so Richard just started taking photographs. Um, and it's the, the oddest thing of all is that he said at that time he was not even an extremely serious paranormal investigator. He just recently bought an infrared filter. He'd never used it before. And because of getting those odd readings, he decided to put the infrared filter on his camera and take a couple shots. And boy, it's a good thing he did, because in the photograph, you see very obviously a soldier standing there. And in my opinion, the soldier is looking directly at the camera. And uh, it's odd because, you know, when you go back and you look at his other shots, sort of control photos that were taken before and after without the filter, you can still even see some kind of little hazy and blurry areas. But I don't think that Richard even noticed that at the time. Because, you know, usually when you're outside and it's a sunny day and you're using a digital camera, um, it's kind of hard to see the viewfinder. Um, but uh, he, he was... He said that it's interesting that he was not sort of in, a, in an intense mindset. And um, it's funny because whenever I meet people like him who get some kind of a great full-bodied apparition photo, I ask them, well, what was your state of mind when this occurred? Because I have a feeling that the photographer has something to do with it. And uh, he and others have told me that, you know, they were just um, sort of in an open state of mind. Um, almost sort of zoning out a little bit, just snapping off shots kind of casually. So that's really interesting to me. And it makes me think that it's possible that somebody like Richard might just be what we used to call a channeler or a medium, except uh, now he has a camera. Um, it's very difficult to figure out um, the role that the human plays in whether or not some of these paranormal phenomena materialized. But if you've never seen Richard Liebeck's ghost photo, uh, go to joshuapwarren.com, and you'll find a, uh, a menu option there that says Gallery of the Strange. If you've never been there, you can, you can spend a good deal of time there. One of the things you'll find listed is a section called the World's Wildest Ghost Photos. And uh, if you click on that, it will take you through, oh, probably about uh, seven to ten pages of really good ghost photos that I believe are authentic. Uh, some of them were captured by either myself or my team. Uh, some of them are historic photos. But for one reason or another, because of analysis that I and my team have done, or um, 
because that uh, I know the, the people involved and, and how they took the picture, I believe that the the images that you're going to see there are uh, are good, honest images of amazing paranormal phenomena. So as you're clicking through there, you'll come across a page uh, with the Richard Liebeck ghost soldier uh, photo, and uh, you'll be able to uh, read more details about it and, and Take a close look at it yourself. You know, one of my good friends, uh, Dr. Bill Forstian, is a Civil War expert. He is a history teacher at Montreat College. And what's funny is that, you know, I don't know anybody who knows more about the Civil War than Bill Forstian. And right after uh, Richard took that photograph, I showed the image to Bill without giving him the context and just said, Bill, can you describe for me what you're seeing here? And he said, sure. And he started describing uh, all the details of the Confederate soldier. Like, well, this is his kepi. Here's his his rifle. Here's his cartridge bag. Here's the, here, you know. And and then when I told him, well, this is a ghost. His jaw hit the desk. Um, so I think that's particularly impressive that I didn't have to sit down and say, okay, this guy has a picture of what we think is a ghost soldier, et cetera. No, he just described for me a soldier uh, without knowing what the situation was. Um, uh, something else that's astounding to me is if you go there and you look at this picture, you'll see probably on the same page that at that exact same spot, another friend of mine named Patrick Burke captured a uh, a ghost soldier, full-bodied apparition, actually walking on video. He walks by the camera at night. Now, these two guys did not know each other. These are totally separate events but they both took place at the same location. It's just astounding, especially in Patrick's, that you can see this, this, this figure moving. And, and notice when you look at, at Patrick's video that there also is a, a regular physical man standing there, and you can see that that man's body reflects some of the infrared illuminator light, but the ghost, the apparition, doesn't. Uh, so that's a really interesting insight into the sort of physical properties of what these ghosts are. Uh, in fact, you know, uh, Richard's wife, Donna, she has a fascinating photograph that appears to show a full-bodied apparition. I'll have to get that posted at some point for you. And, and, and I bring that up because in her picture, um, there is a, a big tree throwing a shadow on a barn. And the shadow is still on the barn and it's not thrown onto the person. <laughs> so it's really interesting to look at these examples where you can say, okay, if this were a normal physical person or object in the scene, here is how the light and shadow should look. And, uh, and to see how different that, that that can be when you have an apparition there instead. I also think it's intriguing that both Richard and his wife have gotten full bodied apparition photos. And so again, it has something about uh, something, to do perhaps with the mindset, um, you know, two people become a successful couple because they think, you know, they have something in common in the way that they uh, are able to relate to each other and, and energize each other. Um, also, uh, Richard, his team is called Blue Ridge Paranormal. So if you'd like to learn more about uh, him and the work that his team does, uh, the best thing is just to go to Facebook and do a search for Blue Ridge Paranormal, and you'll see his picture and other things there as well. I'm talking to Richard, as a matter of fact, about possibly trying to do some kind of an event with him and uh, some other folks uh, on a battlefield. 
do some research. So uh, I'll let you know about that if it comes together. Uh, so I have a fun night planned. Uh, for the first time in uh, about a year, I am going to be in the studio of News Radio 570 WWNC as Speaking of Strange is being recorded. Now, as you probably know, I created Speaking of Strange something like 14 years ago, I guess. And um, I, I hosted it all the way up until last year. And I got to the point where due to my schedule, I just couldn't set aside the time to do that show on a regular basis. So I uh, was very fortunate that uh, my friend Vance Pollock, the historian, the investigator, he took over the hosting duty. So if you've been listening to Speaking of Strange over the past year, you've been hearing Vance as the host. And, of course, investigator Shelley Wright is usually in the studio. And we have producer Sam the Animal Steel. It's kind of funny because some people who did not realize that I uh, had, had switched out hosting duties, switched over to Vance, uh, apparently have been asking why that Joshua Warren changed his name to Vance Pollock. <laughs> so I guess Vance and I sound kind of similar. We'll have to be wary of that on the radio tonight. But we're going to record a new Speaking of Strange tonight. I'm not going to be hosting it, but I'm just going to be there in the studio to play along, have fun. And uh, that Speaking of Strange will air this coming Saturday night at 9 p.m. East Coast time. It's a three-hour show, so 9 to midnight. But uh, so, uh, as usual, a lot of stuff going on. Friday is going to be Friday the 13th. October, Friday the 13th. Those are especially spooky. Um, and not only are we going to have the Haunted Asheville Ghost Tours, as usual, but uh, there's going to be a Haunted Biltmore Village Tour on Friday the 13th. And for that matter, Saturday and Sunday as well, guided by either Missy Hill or Shelley Wright. So if you're interested in the stories of Biltmore Village, I recommend that you come on down and enjoy that as well. And all those details are at hauntedashville.com. All right, that's it for now. I'll uh, update you again soon. Thanks for staying curious. Bye-bye.